0: Hi and welcome to Guys on Bikes, Talking Shite, a podcast that covers the ups, the downs and the detours of planning and adventure, and everything else that follows.
1: So, one, two, three.
2: <laughs> that, that wasn't even at the same time.
0: <laughs> Trying to sync up everything at the same time uh then we do the intro
1: you know you could just use the intro from the last one <laughs> yeah do it once.
0: i know but i just unless we change
1: it. sponsors some way down the line and it's like
0: oh no it's mercedes-benz bikes <laughs> do mercedes-benz actually do bikes they probably do i'm
1: sure
2: yeah do. yeah but BMW, you know, do yeah, bikes.
1: bmw do. you
0: can always buy bikes
1: in like car shops it's like oh, yeah for no. the guy who's got too much money but drives to work and then cycles the rest of the
0: way but okay
2: You can buy McLaren sunglasses. Okay,
0: we're going a little bit... I love I have a McDonald's towel. (laughs) You guys have both just started off with like, yes, you can definitely get Mercedes bikes because BMW do them. Yeah, they're German rivals.
2: (laughs) Yeah, man. All right, cool. I'll take that.
1: You should know. You're in Norway. Everything's a brand. It is true. I mean, you're not going to get a cheap Chinese built bike. You're going to get like, you know, some sort of Norwegian bike, you know.
2: You can get a Mercedes bike rack. No, you can get Mercedes bike. AMG Mercedes bike. They look good. From Selfridges, funny. From Selfridges. Why is it an AMG bike? (laughs) They're only 600 quid. Oh, wait, this one is 12,500.
1: Yeah, that's more like the the top of the range bikes. That's the obnoxious bike. That's like the, yeah, I bought a Tesla, but it's a bike. (laughs) It's actually, if
0: you go on YouTube, there's insane bikes out there. They'll have Tesla bikes pretty soon. I mean their battery electric bikes are coming out pretty heavy now. <laughs> what do you mean yeah. coming out pretty heavy? In Nora they've been out for like four years now.
2: Everyone basically has an electric bike but in their head. You hit the nail on the head, it the whole bike would be heavy. Yeah. I mean electric bikes are presume are heavy. You know what? Jokes. I mean, you won't be able to see this, but I was like, uh, that's a really cool bike. It's only 600 quid. No, 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 no. 600 quid for this little bike stand that goes <laughs> underneath the bike. I was thinking about A Mercedes bike stand for 600 quid yeah. for the 14 grand Mercedes Oof. bike.
1: It's like the jacket you can Sweet. get to go with it. It's probably like, you know, 800 quid. In case you don't know, I have a Mercedes bike
0: <laughs> Do you want to see it?
1: No, a person who has a Mercedes bike won't ask you, do you want to see it? They'll have already shown you it like eight times since starting that conversation.
2: You can book a test ride. (laughs) (laughs) What are we covering today?
0: Okay, so let's just explain a couple of things to people. Um, Number one, we're doing a a trip to France. The plan was to cycle a thousand kilometers. It's something that I've always wanted to do. And I opened it up and chatted to the lads and the lads are super into it. And it's just expanded into this, into a podcast. That's that's basically what's after happening. Out of that, uh, it's only meant to go from Bordeaux to the Mediterranean. So the Atlantic to the Medi- Mediterranean was the plan. However, when once you're at the Mediterranean, it's only 350 kilometers to get to Nice. So after, after already doing it a little bit, why not continue? So we have a plan in place. Uh, which has changed and which has changed quite a lot sl- over the last pandemic <laughs> period, and uh, as it stands now, yeah, we
2: should have already been and come back already. Like we well, the plan was about?
0: to do it in March twenty twenty one, but now we've moved it to September. And as it stands, where you are, Nathan, it would be that for the first seven days, you would be in seven of ten cycle days, you would be in quarantine before you could take a train to take another train to meet us in
2: Marseille. But it depends if the quarantine was, like, in the airport or whether it was just don't be around people because I can quarantine in my personal bike space.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No man is an island, Nathan. (laughs) We just get him a hula hoop so when he's uh, cycling, there's, like, this huge... (laughs) I've just been handed uh, two meatball
1: subs with cheese on them for dinner, so...
0: Rob's been on the on the Blastner WhatsApp group. I
2: was I was trying to I was trying to pull up the old WhatsApp Mm. ideas.
0: I think the biggest one should be like, A, what are we doing? We're planning a
2: a... puncture repair kits. (laughs) Oh, wait. No, that's that's a list of things to bring. What are we doing? Puncture repair kits. It's a new business idea. (laughs) But
0: do you ever like what do you, you have you used puncture repair kits though?
2: Uh yeah, I'm quite good actually uh at the hold handy stuff like uh bit of spit on there to find the find the leak with the bubble and then oh, that, work that's on the, the old the, bit of rubber that's
1: the you know on the side of the road version it's like yeah I've i run yeah, i a just going to piss on it
2: <laughs> yeah well, last time I did that my um my inner tube broke because my inner I don't know what it's called, the rubber bit that goes in between the inner tube and the metal wheel oh, yeah. uh, disintegrated and the little screws that were in the the, the, the wheel uh, scratched through. And I didn't have uh, the spare rubber bit that goes around the inner tube. So I was just, you know, a few meters away from a, like a corner shop and I got some electrical tape and I put electrical tape on the inside of my bike wheel. And it's still there to this day, hasn't popped since. There you go, true story. <laughs>
1: Hang
0: on, I'm still trying to figure out... Cesty's the mother of all invention. There you go. I understood that completely, Carl. I did not understand that. I was like, the the tube inside the bike...
2: When you, If you haven't got a really expensive bike... He's in Norway now, remember, nothing's cheap. Your, your inner tube sits in the metal wheel frame, but inside that metal lip is a yeah, very yeah, thin yeah. piece okay, of rubber no, to I stop know, no, I know what you're talking about. the inner tube rubbing against yep. the screws.
1: I, after he's googled pictures of bike wheel to
0: be fair I was thinking like does Nathan is Nathan talking about a tube just for a bike and has just decided to electric tape a tube because an electric tape is, does expand and it is stretchy so I was like Nathan that's quite genius um, but what happened to me in Australia was we actually were cycling we were on French Island I'm not too sure if I mentioned this uh, and we were we had 10 minutes to make a boat and it was the last boat on this island that nobody lives on Ever. And uh, my bike uh, Tube exploded
2: mm.
0: it, was a, it was a good experience I had to repair that bike I think 18, 19 times on that 4 day trip Constantly something was wrong I think it was actually similar to what Nathan experienced with the. There was a problem with the inner Rubber bit um, But I didn't have the luxury Of having electric tape or a shop Because I was in the wilderness of uh, Australia Could have used some snakeskin
2: Well, I was going to say, is there anything for bikes like there is for cars where you can just fill it up with foam so it doesn't actually go flat?
1: I bought it once and I think I wrecked my bike with it because it's (laughs) it's like that stuff that you ever see when uh, like a pipe is loose in a wall and it comes out of your house like a water pipe and they like spray this like shit Mm. that expands. And it's like, yeah, yeah. it's like bread just expands. But I did it and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll I'll try and see this and try to pump it up. And it ended up just like filling my tire with just like wet shit that like solidified. It didn't like expand it with air and pump it up to drive it off. It was like it was like stuffing like a whipped cream can into the end of the valve. Yeah. Trying to spray it in.
0: But you can also get tubeless tires
1: these days. Yeah. Yeah. If you're money bagged.
0: Welcome Mission to Norway. Bikes you. In your Mercedes, in your Mercedes uh, bike you get tubeless tires. And punctureless as well. You're basically just driving on plastic. It does make a lot of noise when you're going downhill. <laughs> Have you ever heard the kids' bikes that go downhill? You hear them coming from a mile away, especially if there's like greens in them. I, I don't run after children.
2: I was gonna, gonna say, did you never used to put if you rode over a can of coke yeah or a can of pop. <laughs> like you stick it in your back tire like yeah that was super fun. <laughs> Yeah.
1: That was gangster. It's not quite the American way of sticking baseball cards in it, but, but we don't. Yeah. Like
0: well, we would probably have Pokemon cards. Imagine doing it with pugs. pogs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I still have my pogs, man. They're still in a box.
0: Those were those were the days Pogs.
2: Did you ever used to have stink cards as well, like the scratch and sniff, like stink cards? They were, had like, books they that cool. had like covers, like those horrible
0: history books had like scratch covers.
1: Oh, you yeah, could, like, yeah. smell like rotten egg <sighs> or goosebumps books.
2: i never forget that
0: in school when uh, at the end of like the year when someone would come with a stink bomb and just whack that off, oh. it exploded. That was always the fucking worst.
2: I cried once uh, in school because uh, I was in a school assembly. And I farted and everyone laughed at me and I got in trouble and I was really embarrassed. And now I love farting
0: you know, everywhere. That's just weird. That's, uh, especially on an airplane <laughs> when you're sitting next to someone, immediately sit down and just go, let one rip.
2: <laughs>
0: next up, Norway. Welcome, Nathan. And then there's like a ton of people getting off the plane with like that
2: fucking English person. <laughs> turn around the plane. That happened, you know, British Airways, flight turn around because a guy dropped a stinker. And it made everyone tick. I can see
0: how that could happen. What's really weird, okay. I feel like everything bad has happened on a British Airways flight. Well, in consideration, if you think about it, Ryanair, I think they've seen everything. People did that out of spite, though. Easy jet.
1: That's true. Same with easy jet. Yeah, easy. What do you mean my bag's coming on a flight six hours later? Fuck you, I'm going to shit in this seat. Yeah. (laughs) With uh, my pants. I saw someone
2: on. cutting their toenails on a plane before. That's pretty great. Cool. Yeah, that's great. I don't understand people who take their shoes off on planes. I know. And then you see them put them on their headrest. And I'm like, mate, I sometimes put my head on that headrest. Well, you, but, yeah, yeah, that's fair.
0: But, but I like, I have to say, on a long haul, flood, fl- a long haul, flight, flood. <laughs> flood. <laughs> on a long haul. flood is actually the Norwegian word for flight. Oh, no, nor the fly. Yeah, you know, uh, with the flea. Um, <laughs> When I, whenever you go in them, then I take off my shoes. But if I'm doing just short haul, no. Also, uh, Nathan, you remember when we were in uh, Budapest a few years ago, mm. and I, I was this is I went through a phase of wearing Toms, and my feet fucking stank, it reeked, oh, like they were gross. What you get for wearing Toms, yeah, but I was wearing Toms for like four days. Oh man, that was that was just very intense. Heat waves coming off. Them. That was intense. Like in your cool phase, I, I don't think I was ever really cool but I just didn't care.
2: Have you ever driven barefoot? It's quite nice. I I don't advise driving in flip-flops, but driving in bare feet is fine.
0: I never drive in flip-flops, but barefoot, love it. Always do it in the summertime. Anyway, back to France. So on our French trip, the plan in general was to, uh, the original plan was like, we've marked out how long we're going to cycle each day. We have ordered bikes the bikes are trek bikes that are uh, have rear panniers on the back, so we can have uh, all of our gear with us. And we're going to be planning like cycling quite a considerable amount per day. We've only got ten days of cycling, and we have to cycle around thousand kilometers. Uh, on so there's no average. We've kind of made a couple of adjustments here and there. So uh, it's been quite fun. We're gonna do the. Uh, canal de midi all the way over to the coast and then from the canal midi we're going to go up to axon provence through arles and then from arles down to marseille cassis and uh saint tropez that kind of way up into towards nice there is a Eurovelo route that we could take it does take us over the mountain ranges we still could take that so we may readjust as we go Uh what's really cool though is like we've decided that each day there'll be a day leader so they're going to focus on the music for the day rob has a certain amount of playlist or a certain way he wants to do it which is basically go in acdc start radio and then just see what the fuck happens (laughs) i was just going to say a certain amount of making it up on the spot (laughs) and then uh he'll the each person from the leader of the day will then focus on what the lunch places are going to be in the dinner and they'll look along the route which has been made using commute and we have it there uh but yeah so it's a a pretty good plan overall i think there's a couple of things that we need to look at is a which vineyards do we want to go to along the way so if anyone has any suggestions happy to hear them and then also uh just quickly review some of the hotels we're staying in so we are doing bike packing but in a way more glam packing than before just due to the sheer distance and the time restraints that we're in if we had like Two weeks or a little bit more, happily do uh, bikepacking with our tents, but uh, we've decided on going with camping. But there's various different ones that we've done here in Norway. I've done where you just tent the whole way, same thing in France before and in Italy. It's very intense, it's very fun. Um, highly recommend it, but in France this time, we, just because of the sheer distance and the weight of that load per day. Uh, we decided that we're going to go into a hotel per night. That cool, guys?
2: What? Oh, what?
0: Any other input there? No. Cool. Well, that's kind of serves that topic purpose really. Well. <laughs> so, uh, Rob, back to punctures, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> you recently just purchased a new bike. You spent a fucking ton of money on it, and then you went out on a cycle from where you live out a little bit. Uh, tell us what happened on your first ever cycle.
1: It Wasn't quite the first ever. It was probably the third, but
0: yeah,
1: <clears throat> cycled to uh, where we both went to college. Minute,
0: boop,
2: boop.
1: Back to the old haunt. Yeah. But I decided I was like, oh, I've got a canal way. You know, there's a path for most of the way along the canal, but it's like a mixture between gravel mud, cement, uh, sort of gangways and stuff. So cycled out, so I had to go pretty fast. But there's a lot of, like, there's a bit of, like, carton house out there where it just becomes tree trunky and really bouncy. So uh, by the time I got to Manute Village, where I was, like, going to go to, there was a place I know, like, a, a house. I was like, I'm going to go to that house down the canal. And I'm going to turn around. And that would be my, you know, back, back head home point and I think I got a puncture about 100 metres from the turnaround point. So basically, as far as possible in my journey as it could be from my fucking house, I got a puncture. Mm. And I was like, fantastic. But it like was a pretty big puncture and a fast one. So it wasn't like, oh, I could cycle home with this. Uh, I actually got back to the house and it turned out there was a thorn sticking in the tyre the still. But before I left, uh, I said, I look up the train times because it was actually, thankfully, about 10-minute cycle from a train that goes by my house. So... I actually, like rode on the rail home, so I leaned forward on the bike over the handlebars, take as much weight as possible off the back wheel, and cycle as fast as I could to make the train in ten minutes. <laughs> so I managed to get back and on the train with the bike, uh, so it was grand. But I spent most of probably Monday evening trying to uh, fix the tube, and I got those like quick, quick stick patches mm. rather than the ones you've got of, like. Grind it down and glue it, and wait till the glue is dry, which makes no sense. Why would the glue be dry when you adhesive heat it like so? But anyway, fixed it, and then determined that there was three other holes in it for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I pumped it too much and it ripped. But uh, unlike unlike Nathan, I didn't spit on it. I'm not a savage. I don't spit on my bike tubes. I got an old dog ball and I filled it with water, and I played guess the air hole. <laughs> that's that's the, actually how
0: I play it as well. But uh, it was
1: yeah, it's it was a lot easier than. Uh, trying to spit in it and find it but i suppose that's the only resort you have when you're out in the wilderness but i uh yeah i managed to get it repaired but i was super conscious putting tires back on because you try to just take one side of the tire off when then take the tube out and not rip that rubber bit nathan was talking about but uh getting it back on is a bit harder because i have put it back on pumped it up yep that fits, and then went to use the tire lever and pop the tire completely back on only to burst the fucking tube that i just put on and put a hole in it and be back to square one and i'm like oh christ so yeah that's always a, always a bit of a bollocks slowly getting better at it. the more i do it the obviously the better you become with it but it's still a pain in the arse. i'm one of those people where i was like can i just buy
0: a new wheel <laughs> but i completely agree with you and this is really weird so i've had a problem with my bike where the uh, i thought it was the rear derailleur that broke instead it was a uh, a dropout hanger that holds the rear derailleur on that had bent out of shape and it completely snapped. So, four weeks of... You need a new bike. You should just hone it together with Uh, hangers. (laughs) (laughs) Just a ton of wire and clothing hangers. But basically, for the last uh, three, four weeks, I've been buying parts and shipping them back because they're incorrect. Turns out that it was just one tiny part cost €15. I'm now pending for something like (laughs) €150 on parts to come back into my account. A €15 little part that I got... And it was the first time I ever indexed my bike. So where you try to line up your derailleur with the actual big cog at the back. And first time I have ever did it. Got it correct. The bike's working. Bingo, bango. Super cool. <laughs> I watched a YouTube video twice and then bashed my head a couple of times. And then <laughs> uh, it was very fun. Drank half a bottle of wine in the process. Uh, no, that was cool. So, but I'm actually really proud because it's something that I've always been like. I have always, if I've never had to fix the shifting on my bike, gone and paid 30 euro to get someone to do it. And I just figured out that it's like mm. super easy fifteen minute window. Now I know how to do it. And we have five bikes. So it's super easy for me to do it. If you sold all of those, you could buy a Mercedes bike. Shit, do you know what? That, I'm gonna do that. I am gonna I am gonna sell the the Fixie this year though. I'm the no longer a good ha- crack. They are good crack, but I've got no use for it here. It's still fun though. True. Yeah, get more exercise. Get to fitter. Push harder. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like I'd, I rarely use it. These I would rarely use it. Um. So I am I am considering getting rid of it. I still haven't done it yet, though. But it does make sense. You
2: You can't coast. You can't coast on a fixie, can you? Because the pedals are always yeah. turning.
0: Yeah, unless you have the flip flop clogs. So Clugs. my fix clogs. Unless you're wearing your clogs. Unless you're a Dutch person, you know. But we have. Uh, a fixie that you can flip it over so one side is fixie and the other side is uh, loose back to like, punctures i've uh the last time i tried to repair a
1: puncture on my old bike i uh, was like last summer mm-hmm. and i think it was just my bike had been sitting so long it was flat but then it turned out to be a puncture and oh, it was a racer so i couldn't get that th- this was the time i think where i punctured the tube putting it back on and um, i nearly i nearly let the wheel go across the neighbor's garden i was like oh, just in anger, like turned, to it. I was like, "No, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna smash someone's window. We just fucked it <laughs> across the
2: fence."
1: <laughs> <sighs> so I sat down. I was like, "No, you're not gonna let it defeat you, <laughs> stupid bike wheel." I got my revenge. So I sold the bike. You fucker. That's what you get. I get that.
0: I have to ask you the a question, though, guys. I've got two questions, like three questions, actually. I, I want to know is one: What are you drinking tonight?
1: I'm drinking. Brown fizzy Thai wine, cool. Called singer. Singer. Speaking of which, I'm going to get another one because it's actually empty.
0: This week, I'm not drinking wine. I'm drinking a mango IPA.
2: <laughs>
0: Ipa. Yeah, that's true. IPA. I that's. Guess. Do you know what? That's so weird. Over here, they call them IPAs, not IPAs. Oh really? I'd actually completely forgotten that. I've come. I've just become so. it's it become so normalised?
2: With doesn't it stand for Indian pa- Pale Air? Yeah, pale
0: air? yeah, IPA Indian Pale air. What are you drinking, lady?
2: Um, I'm drinking a Scottish single malt whiskey, and I can't remember what it is because it's in a whiskey flask, mm.
0: <laughs> so it's not, none of us are drinking wine,
2: no, left over from my weekend away. Yeah. And it just so happens to be in the office next to my desk. How
0: how did that happen to be? I saw you searching for it earlier on. It seemed to be in a lower third desk or something like that. Under the
2: floorboard. It was in in my bag, yeah.
0: That's fair. That's nice. I like that. Shaking things up. Yeah.
2: Got an early start tomorrow, so, you know, just Hmm. got to go light on the wine.
0: Okay. And second question. Have you looked into researching France at all? Mm. Yeah. They're not letting Nathan in. That's the research I did. Actually, the same research I found out as well. So, of us,
2: Norway, super cool. Currently, but
0: uh, things might change, right? It's
1: because you you just pissed everybody off so much. That everyone's yeah. like, yeah, we're getting our revenge back. England's not allowed to go anywhere now.
2: I know like, we got zero points in the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs>
1: we weren't even in it. We didn't even make it into the contest.
0: Uh, okay, guilty, guilty here. I've watched <laughs> uh, both semi-finals and the actual Eurovision. I spent 22 gigabytes of my data doing it because I was sitting on the island cabin, and they've got no electricity or anything. So watched the whole thing, bored on a Saturday night. Oh, lads. Okay, let's talk about sausages for a second. Okay. I
2: had a Greg sausage roll today. I don't care because
0: <laughs> I had. I had. My sausage is better than your sausage. So, <laughs> in well, all well, of my life, I've always thought that Super Quinn sausages were the best sure, sausages yeah. in the fucking world.
2: And yes, they are. They are. I'm not going to So gonna, far, out not, of
0: all the ones I've had, I'm not going to fight that.
2: The, the 5% meat ones.
0: Uh, try hundred forty percent meat because they're amazing. But I have to say, uh, I was at the cabin last uh, a couple of weeks ago, and um, in Norway they have shitty sausages. Let's be real, Norway, you have shit—the shittiest sausages in the world, basically in normal day shops. But I went to this place called Kragroim, and they have these really nice sausages. And they're really good, and they're probably the best I've ever tasted in Norway. But then, um. We received these, we're doing a, a dugnad, it's called, which is like volunteer work. And It, ma- it is, doesn't translate well. But basically, when you're at your cabin, you have to clean up and the whole family comes together and they all clean it up together. And uh, It's just being a good neighbor. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but at the cabin, it's more not even being a good neighbor. It's being a good family member. So one of the, one of the, the guys, they brought uh, these sausages from Tonsberg, from Tonsberg Fish and Delicatessen. And it's this Italian sausage and Spanish sausages and all these other, there's different types that they had. But as like fennel in it. Holy shit. Mm, it has, fennel. it is, I know, okay. But not just <laughs> the Italian sausage with the fennel in it, but the sausages in general were like, I've never tasted sausage as good in my life.
1: I thought you were going to say it was like a fish uh,
0: delicatessen. So
1: there were, they were like fish sausages. <laughs> it was a fish sausage. It was like they're sausages. <laughs>
2: I mean, made with you salmon. know what? It, it might not be bad.
1: I I've prawn had, sausages, like, I'd say. Prawn sausages or monkfish sausages or lobster sausages, I'd say, would be fucking unreal.
2: Mm. So, weird little segue. I had lobster at the weekend and I had some banging sausages at the weekend that were caught or made five miles up the road. <laughs> you got a, cool. got a couple of sausages. I caught a couple of sausages. <laughs> I was in a Welsh valley. The valleys. It was, uh, it was very good. And I cooked everything on the barbecue. It was great. Nathan, what did you have for lunch today? I had dim sum.
1: That, that's fair. That That's fair. Mm. I had four slices of pastrami and leftover pasta from dinner night.
2: Well, dim sum was the only thing we had. It was in the freezer. Um, and so, yeah, just steamed that up. But for breakfast, I had uh, cheese on the last three bits of bread which i toasted in the house one, because we haven't been shopping since COVID. this one and a half year old eats
1: better than both of us and like we've got walking around money he, he can barely walk around
2: <laughs> he also doesn't pay for anything yeah
0: he's living rent free actually you know what he is a little fucker sometimes because he goes into a shop this this literally happened the other day we went into the shop Steel. No, it doesn't steal. I turned around and in the shopping cart... Put that up your jumpers, son. In the shopping cart, there was... A, Don't stop for knowing. Tons of these small little wheels. Do you know the wheels that you put on, like you screw them into something and then suddenly you've got wheels on a chair or a table? Cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were 17 of them in, in, the, uh, in the trolley. And then I left the store with double-sided sticky tape. I didn't know how it got in there. I don't even know how it came, but like we we ended up with double sided sticky tape, sticky tape, which had to be returned.
2: So, oh no! You should always keep double sided. We sticky have double sided sticky tape.
0: <laughs> and gaffer tape, but not tape. this double sided sticky tape. Or gaffer tape, duct tape. Yeah, gaffer tape's great. Yeah.
2: Duct tape is great. Yeah, tape. They cool. actually
0: call it gorilla tape over here. Gorilla tape's good actually. That's just because it's
1: a brand. It's like Jacuzzi and Hoover
2: yeah gorilla glue i have got some gorilla glue as well that's mm. pretty
0: good do you know what's a really good glue you guys love your brand
2: hashtag not a sponsor.
0: what's really yes. good glue is wood glue no. just wanted to make <laughs> that statement uh, <laughs> i'm not building the house but that's the thing I've, i have been building a room for the last three weeks and that's where i'm like with, wood glue is amazing
2: just with matchsticks and wood glue yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Today, I will build a bike. I will cycle it to France. So we covered many topics today with many ramblings and digressions in our conversation of three guys trying to plan a trip to France. Um, No, I'm going to say that again. We covered many. I think. Yeah. What? Did you get rid of
1: the word digressions? It's just like. I feel like you looked up at the thesaurus. <laughs> okay. A bit in friends. I You're use, sincerely but, baby kangaroo. I use digressions
0: constantly, All right, I'll remove it then. Don't forget to rate five stars.
2: Don't forget to like and subscribe.
0: Give us five stars and like, subscribe, do whatever the your podcast platform tells us to do, and it's really good. See the the
2: joint Bitcoin wallet below for donations. <laughs>
1: set up a BTC pay server soon <laughs> send us via your BTC
2: payment <laughs>